0: I'm Brett Chang.
1: And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, June 14th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes.
0: Okay, Peak Pals, the last ever Beatles record will feature the late John Lennon's voice extracted from an old demo using AI. Now, it's set to be released this year, and it's nice to see that even amid ongoing AI controversy, we can at least come together for the technology's musical use. JAI music has been in the news a lot. I heard a few Drake versions of AI music. How do you feel about this new genre?
1: I think I'm not supposed to love it, but I am kind of interested in some new Beatles music. That sounds kind of awesome. Don't you think?
0: Yeah, I guess so. But like the Drake songs that I've heard, it's clear to me that it's not Drake. Like There's just something wrong about it. And I'm not sure that will always be the case, but at least to now, I have not been that impressed. There's people saying, oh, this Drake song is a banger. It's just like a nice beat that anyone can make and you just happen to put these like AI Drake vocals over it, but it doesn't have that same Drake flair. You know what I mean? So it's Drake-ish and this'll be John Lennon-ish. Is that what I'm to expect? I think that is definitely what you should expect. I don't like it. I'll come out and say it right now. I think that it's just watering down the art of music and that we should be okay that John Legend died or John Legend. John Legend is still alive. Oh my God, John, John Lennon, Legend died. That's terrible, that'd be terrible. Live, <laughs> uh, breaking news. No, John Lennon died, and we care with that. We have a great catalog that we can lean on. I don't think we need any new music from
1: it. Well, I like this stance of yours against AI music. Aside from your anti-new
0: music stance, Brett, what do we have for peak bells today? For first story, Western ports hit choppy waters. For our second story, IKEA's AI future, and for our last story, Netflix gets creative with sports streaming.
1: For our first story, one of the world's least efficient cargo ports is now facing the unimaginable, becoming even, I guess, less efficient. Brett, that sounds like trouble for the supply chain. What is going on?
0: Yeah, so it absolutely does. B.C. port workers, represented by the International Longshore and Warehouse Union, the ILWU, voted to authorize a strike if they are unable to reach a new bargaining agreement with their employer, the B.C. Maritime Employers Association, the MEA.
1: The two sides have been engaged in increasingly tense negotiations after their old agreement expired in March, with over 99% of workers voting in favor of a strike.
0: Now, the ILWU is demanding substantial wage increases as well as protection from the threat of automation stemming from the port of Vancouver's proposed new terminal.
1: And it matters because a strike would disrupt operations at both Vancouver and Prince Rupert ports, two of Canada's busiest ports that collectively handle $350 billion in goods annually. In total, 16% of Canada's total traded goods move through these Western ports.
0: Now, Perrin Beattie, CEO of the Canadian Chamber of Commerce, warned that it would take less than two weeks for a strike to impact Canada's supply chain. Here's what he
1: said to The Peak. Any work stoppage will damage the Canadian economy, fanning inflation and increasing costs for Canadians.
0: As in, the two ports already have a mighty hard time keeping containers moving, ranking second last and seventh last, respectively, in a global ranking of port efficiency. Now here's what's next.
1: The ILWU and the MEA are currently in the middle of a 21-day cooling-off period for negotiations, meaning the earliest date the ILWU could strike
0: is June 24th. And the bottom line is this. After groups including federal workers and WestJet pilots scored victories by either going on strike or threatening to, it's clear that labor action is an increasingly attractive option for workers to get what they want. Get ready for a summer of picket lines. For our second story, everyone and their mother has an AI chatbot these days. And everyone's favorite provider of reasonable priced middle-tier furniture is no different.
1: (laughs) I like that intro, Brad. Here's what's driving the news. IKEA is increasingly training call center workers in the art of interior design as it looks to provide more home improvement offerings while pawning off basic customer queries to an AI bot named Billy. Yes, like, like the famous bookcase of which I swear we've gone through 20 of these over the past 20 years. Yeah,
0: I've gone through another 10. In certain markets, customers can book 45 to 60 minute video calls for interior design advice or up to three design consultations, including a floor plan and 3D visuals.
1: Since 2021, Inca, the largest franchisee of IKEA stores, has trained 8,500 call center workers as interior designers, while Billy has handled 47% of call center questions.
0: And this is all happening because IKEA is betting big that virtual shopping experiences are the way of the future and believes that AI can help bring it about, both by creating new ways to shop online and by freeing up humans to sell, this is a, you know, like many pieces of Ikea furniture, (laughs) this is a tough one to say, namorose, instead of fielding complaints about shipping.
1: I'd like to actually see John Lennon actually field some of these AI quells. That would be kind of, we'll meld those two stories together and that would be great. But IKEA's strategy is basically the best case scenario for what AI can do in the workplace. Take on dreary drudge work while letting humans do more rewarding tasks.
0: Call center gigs are amongst the most vulnerable to AI replacement. IKEA's pivot to retraining rather than layoffs could be a template for other companies to follow. Now to zoom out.
1: A recent survey by Boston Consulting Group on AI in the workplace found that 51.6% of Canadians are optimistic about AI's impact on work. It'll take more stories like this and a lot fewer layoffs and extinction level threats to boost that number even higher. For our third story, Love is Blind fans may never forgive Netflix for the outage that spoiled the live reunion, but the company is ready to venture back into live programming, only this time with sports. Brett, what sports are you going to watch on Netflix?
0: So Netflix reportedly plans to live stream its first sporting event this fall, a celebrity golf tournament featuring professional golfers and Formula One drivers from two of its hit sports docuseries, Drive to Survive in Full Swing, per The Wall Street Journal.
1: The talks are still in the early stages, but the company has said it's been waiting for the right moment to get into the difficult and high stakes game of sports streaming.
0: And this all matters because Netflix has largely stayed away from competing for sports streaming deals with the likes of Apple or Amazon. A planned tournament piggybacking on its own content would allow Netflix to dabble in live sports without having to shell out billions of dollars.
1: In the past, Netflix has unsuccessfully bid for live U.S. streaming rights to Formula One and has bid or considered competing for rights to tennis and cycling.
0: The bottom line is Netflix may have just figured out how to get into sports in a way that actually makes money and can support the company's growing ad business. In co-chief executive Ted Sanderos' words, Netflix has never been anti-sports, but rather pro-profit, which I think most companies are.
1: Yeah. I'm pro-profit as well. And it's actually, we're on the cusp of the world's biggest cycling events kicking off in a couple of weeks, Brett.
0: Exciting. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada.
1: If you got a second, why not follow this podcast
0: on your app of choice and leave us a review? And if you want more peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett, and have a great day, Peak Pals. When you give me shot,